Good morning. I've got another good one for you this morning. His name is Michael Perry, and he's the CEO and founder of Kit, a virtual marketing assistant for business owners. He's a Bay Area native, and Michael started working in his family business at just 10 years old and is a self-proclaimed small business survival enthusiast. In 2013, he was awarded Innovator of the Year for Small Business at the Innovation Summit, and in 2016 was recognized by Forbes for 30 under 30 in the world of marketing. Michael, are you ready to take us to the top? Let's do it. I'm ready. Uh, Let's do this. What does small business survivalist mean? (laughs) Yeah, you know... (laughs) Growing up in small family businesses, um, you're just exposed to a a ton of stuff, right? And um, the survival rate of small businesses is is very dismal. Um, And the modern day small business owner has transformed so much that I'm just genuinely enthusiastic about building technology or finding better solutions to help people build their businesses and um, succeed. So I've dedicated my, my life to specifically that. I love it. Okay, so so walk, let's like just jump right in. So, what's the business you're currently working on? And and last, like, how how does it help you make money? How do you make money? Yeah. So, Kit is a virtual marketing assistant. So, we work with e-commerce uh, businesses primarily using one of the five uh, platforms we've partnered with. So, that would be Shopify, Big Commerce, Etsy, Big Cartel, or Ticktail. They connect their store, uh, their social outlets, and their phone to Kit. And then basically, they jump into a conversation with Kit over text message. Kit is able to analyze their social and sales data and basically handle all facets of marketing for their business. So we're a Facebook marketing partner. We just got Innovative Partner of the Year in 2015. So Kit can do everything over SMS, buy Facebook ads, buy Instagram ads, do email marketing, post to their Facebook page, send thank you emails to their customers. So our big focus is um, we, we really feel like we've discovered the solution to the real problem. And that is a majority of the people that we're working with are by themselves. And the issues that they face is that they don't have a labor source to help their businesses grow and succeed. And that's what we are very dedicated to building is providing them with that talent to focus on something that they really don't have expertise or domain knowledge in. Mm -hmm. And they pay us a monthly fee to keep Kit on their payroll, so to speak. And what is the, what are the monthly fees? So the the monthly fee for Kit Basic starts at $10 a month and can go up to a hundred. And Kit Pro starts at $25 a month and can go up to a hundred and fifty dollars per month. Okay. And help us understand just volume wise, when did you start the business and how many customers are you working with today? Yeah, it's a great question. So we started the business October of 2013. That's where we initially launched as a web application. Um, kind of got our shit kicked out of us for a year. Just the fact that we were turn, churning a lot of customers. Um, we were really having a hard time building a sticky product. You know, we were really excited about what we initially built, which was connect your Facebook, connect your Twitter, connect your Instagram. Like let's harvest this really rich data from the people who are most engaging with your brand. Let's try to build a Facebook ad builder Uh, Let them skip the whole power editor shitty experience. Let's use that data to help them with the targeting. And we just weren't really getting a gravitational pull to our product. And I think a common thing, an issue that people who build within the small business sector face is no one wants to invest in technology for SMB because it's such a tough nut to crack. Sure. And And 9 in 10 fail after a year, which means what? They're going to cancel or churn. Exactly. Right. And so uh, we we were basically running into that wall. It was incredibly frustrating. And... After just lots of honest conversations with the people who are using our product, it dawned on us that it wasn't that we built bad technology. It was that I had a phone conversation with a, with a small business owner, and it was really kind of a life-changing conversation where he said to me, he would rather do his taxes than post on Facebook. 
And it was just so undesirable for them to invest the time and resources into marketing. But oddly, it's such a vital part of growth and success. Yep. And yep. so we basically made this commitment, hey, could we build a digital person? Um, we didn't want to become an agency. We wanted to basically be a, a software company. Could we build a digital person that could work for these store owners? Because the reason why they really didn't have employment was they didn't have the capital to pay for employment. And we launched that in January of uh, 2015, the SMS component, which is now basically 100% of our business. So Michael, how much you guys have raised capital? How much have you raised? We've raised a little over a million dollars. Okay. Uh, and was that a priced round or a convertible note? That was a convertible note. Okay, cool. Do you think you'll do a priced round in 2016 or no? Yeah, yeah. Probably. We'll yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, we're, we're, you know, we're fortunate enough to be, we're obviously revenue generating and we're, you know, gravitating towards a, a break even point. Um, but, you know, we're not in the business, obviously, just to reach break even. You know, we want to increase our burn, increase our hiring, increase our headcount. Um, and to really fulfill the vision of what we want to accomplish, we just need, um, you know, a larger war chest, so to speak. So, yeah, let's, let's dive into some of the numbers so folks can wrap their minds around it. So in January 2016, how many paying customers are you working with? We have about 2,000 paying customers. Okay. And are they typically, uh, what's the, I mean, you probably have a more popular plan, but let's just normalize. What's the average, what's the ARPU, average revenue per user per month? We're just kind of approaching $19. Okay. Um, so that's, you know, we kind of see a 50-50. We just launched our Kit Pro plan in September. Um, and within 30 days, we had like a 10% shift from, our ARPU in September was like $11. So, so it we, really jumped up. It really jumped, yeah. So that was like a really big game-changing moment for us where we realized, hey, if we build kind of a more sophisticated product, um, our users, I mean, the $10 plan basically acts as like our gateway drug. Yep. Comes with a 14-day free plan. A majority of people sign up for $10. And then what we kind of see is, Sometime before the 14-day trial runs up, um, they kind of just upgrade themselves to the $25 plan because the $25 plan um, exclusively lets Kit do Instagram ads. Got and it. so that kind of forces them to jump up to the premium plan. And that's really what's, what's kind of, you know, helped our ARPU grow pretty significantly in, you know, a five-month period, four-month period. And Michael, with 2,000 customers, help us understand churn between, say, January, if you have 100 customers, that cohort in, in, uh, in February, how many will stay? Well, I think that, you know, right now what we see is that we average pretty consistently a 4% churn um, within our marketplace partners. Monthly or annual? That's monthly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I wish it was annual. I know. Wouldn't that be great? (laughs) That'd (laughs) be a record. I I would be doing a whole lot more revenue than I'm doing now. Yeah. That's what, uh, like 0.12% churn per month? Yeah. (laughs) I mean, that's just unrealistic, right? And a lot of it is because, um, you know, I think what's happened, and to be kind of truthful with you, is that there's been so many great companies who have lowered the barrier to become an entrepreneur, right? Like we're living in a very entrepreneur-eccentric time period of life. And so a lot of these people who love to roast coffee beans decide that they're now going to go sell coffee beans and they're going to, um, they're going to go set up a store online, whether it's Shopify or somebody else. And, you know, when we look at the, the physical world, there's so many things that come into the equation, right? Like labor, like the need to have foot traffic. Um, but for some reason, we've built this like mentality that everything online is free. Um, that means getting foot traffic is free. And that's just really not the case. And they think that, oh, I, I have an online store now. I should just be, you know, making a million dollars a year selling coffee beans. And so when they don't have that instantaneous success, they kind of throw in the towel kind of quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've seen that kind of cycle happen. That happens obviously on a pretty regular basis. Uh, but what we've had is a tremendous amount of success when people kind of adopt to our product and it becomes a very sticky part of their process. And what are you guys, what are you guys getting to, or what are you paying to get a brand new customer and what's customer acquisition cost? Yeah. Our cost per acquisition is about $21. It's been very effective for us. Okay. Um, And where are you, where are you typically spending that 21 bucks? 
we're spending all of our money on Facebook. Wow, Facebook ads. Okay, cool. Yeah, it's incredibly successful for us. I mean, the the reality of it is we've had it at some months where it's like 40. We've had it at some months where it's 35. We've had it at some months where it's 12. I mean, we kind of consistently float in that 21 to $25 range. Um, and we have somebody on our team who we actually brought over from Facebook who specifically spends all of his time uh, you know, improving our targeting, improving our custom audience list, improving our look like. So we're, you know, we're, we're basically human, uh, doing the human thing that we would be doing at an automation thing with our own product, right? Well, because Michael, our- if, if I'm doing the math right though, that, that 21 to 26 customer acquisition cost is fine. If you've got a $20 ARPU and, oh, yeah. and, and you've got, which means, and then a 4% churn that would put yep. lifetime value at what, like 475 ish. Yeah. I haven't really calculated the LTV to be honest yeah. with you, uh, just because I've been just pretty operational at the moment, but yeah, uh, I mean, yeah, we're very happy with our metrics in terms of acquisition and churn. I mean, we're always, of course, trying to get down to zero for both. Yeah. Uh, that's like the name of the game. How close to zero can you get? But, you know, we've been really fortunate the last six months where we really feel like we unlocked um, something kind of special. Um, you know, January as a whole was kind of a hard month just because we're in a very seasonal business. Um, you know, kind of people have that. I didn't make any sales at Christmas time. Maybe it's time for me to power down and, you know, turn what, my business off. Well, Michael, I don't mean to interrupt, but how much total ad spend did you manage in December, the holiday season versus in January? I, I'm sure it was a big difference. Well, actually where it was, it was November was ridiculous, right? So, ah. um, you know, for us, we're dealing with people who are spending, you know, 10 to $25 per ad campaign. Um, they're not, so how much total in November did you manage? It was about $80,000 in ad spend okay. uh, in November. And then we're basically in both December and January saw about 40000 So cut in half. Yeah. Um, and are you, you don't take a cut of that though, right? You just do no. the flat fee. Yeah we, yeah, we just do the flat fee. We had a 10% little bit for a second, but we just learned that that really kind of cheapened our brand. And it really wasn't kind of hitting on the morals of what we wanted to be as a business. There's a psychological barrier to that. If I have 100 totally. bucks as a small business to spend and 10 goes to you and I don't even know you, I just don't even start a conversation. Totally. totally. It's not It's not cool, right? Yeah, yeah it's not um, cool. I like that. <laughs> we're, we're just not an agency. We're not trying to sell shit to Nike. We're trying to help you know, people like Nathan who want to go online and sell knives or sell jeans or sell leather belts. It's, it's just, it's not cool of us to kind of like nickel and dime these people. You know, we obviously we're, we're not a nonprofit business. We have to generate revenue. Um, but we just want to be like, we kind of want to be empathetic about the process of how we look at our business model. Mm-hmm. No, it makes good sense. Look, it makes perfect sense. And help us understand, <laughs> help us understand before we get into my favorite part of the show for 2016, what would you and your team just, you know, it's December, 2016, you're jumping up and down celebrating X revenue number. What revenue number would you love to hit in 2016? Yeah. I mean, I think when we look at the success of the year, right, it's like, can we get to that 150 K MRR? Right. Yep. Like I think that 150 to 200 K MRR, if we don't satisfy that, the year's a failure. We very much look at, um, I think when you look at great sports teams, right, it's like championship or bust, right? Like second place is a fail. Um, like for us, if we really don't hit those metrics, even though we're not going to go out of business, if we don't hit those metrics, it's more so we have the mentality that not hitting those metrics is not an option, right? Like we have to hit those numbers. So, I mean, jumping up and down is like, we destroyed that. We did 300, 400 K MRR 12 months from now. Um, But you know, really what our sites are set on is that 250 number. And just top tribe MRR means monthly recurring revenue. Michael, what'd you guys do in January? So we know where you're at. Uh, January, we just cleared over 30 K MRR, 30 K MRR. Okay, great. So that's a, that's a lot of growth, but Hey man, if you, you got a million in the, or we got, you raised a million bucks, you got a great team. It'll be fun, fun to watch you guys grow. Yeah. You know, I don't think it's unrealistic. I mean, we are working on some pretty large business development deals that we hope kind of, uh, bear a lot of fruit. It's just, you know, I think that you, you, you talk to hundreds of entrepreneurs, uh, 
you're a successful entrepreneur yourself. It's like, it's not fun unless you're going for the home run. Totally, man. Totally. And what, how big is your team right now? How many full-time? We're nine full-time. We have a really cool dynamic group of people who are really committed to the vision of what we're trying to accomplish. And I think at the end of the day, that's, you know, that's really what it takes. We, um, we preach monthly, if not weekly, if not daily, the ideas kind of come and go. They're 1% of the process. It's the 99%. It's the people behind the business that make the business great. We think we have a really good idea, but we think we have a better team than the idea itself. And that has us all really excited. So the nine person team and kind of all your marketing spend and everything else built in, what is your guys' cash burn monthly right now? Well, our net cash per monthly right now on any given month can be anywhere from 30 to 40 K just depending so on variable marketing costs and things. Yeah. Marketing, you know, sometimes I, you know, we do events or whatever the case may be, yeah. or that was uh, net burn. You said net burn. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> cool. We're very efficient. That's I mean, really efficient. I mean, I, I'm just, I don't know if you want to, you probably don't want to share cash in the bank, but I'm doing back in the napkin math at a 40 K net burn. If you raised a million last year, I imagine you've got plenty of months of runway left. Oh, plenty of months. Yeah. Like if we didn't raise money this year, it wouldn't make a difference. Yeah. yeah. Uh, really, we're in a unique situation where, um, we've been very patient with how we spend capital. We've been very methodical. You know, uh, my co-founder and I, we have failed a couple businesses in a row now. So, you know, we've had a little, we have some pretty deep scar tissue. And, uh, the one thing is, is that we've really realized that in part of raising venture capital, raising venture capital, obviously, as you know, is not for everybody. Uh, but you have to be in position to use that capital purely for acceleration. It, like for us, it can't be just like experimental cash. Totally. Yep. Um, and so we've got to go for the home run. Like we've been very cheap. There's been times where, you know, I went for a year and a half without paying myself or two years without paying myself. And it's just, it's really been, what can we do? What sacrifices can we make? How lean can we be? How many pay cuts are people willing to take in order for this uh, vision to become a publicly traded company? Mm -hmm. I love it. Well, hey, Michael, before we get into my favorite part of the show, where can people connect with you personally online? You know, I'm on Twitter, pretty active at Michael Perry. I'm on Instagram at Michael Perry. My email address is Michael at kitcrm.com. I absolutely love connecting with entrepreneurs. I absolutely love, you know, trying to help people. I'm still a newbie myself. Uh, so I don't really know how much I can help, but I always love conversating with people and hearing about ideas and uh, sharing this journey with other people. Love it, guys. There you go, top tribe. Michael, we're about to get my favorite part of the show. You know what's next? Firing questions off. <laughs> it's pretty good. It's time for the famous five. Are you ready? I'm ready, baby. All right, number one, what's your favorite business book? You know, I, I I thought about this. I'm not super keen on business books, to be honest with you. I mean, Peter Thiel's Zero to One was, you know, an awesome book. You know, Art of War is an awesome book. But really, you know, I really have like, you know, this is a very stressful life, right? Being an entrepreneur. And I read Search Inside Yourself, which really kind of taught me about mindfulness and just gratitude about the present. And that probably helped me just from like a mental standpoint build a more successful business. Number two, is there a CEO that you're following or studying online right now? I mean, Zucks is <laughs> by far right now the best CEO in the Valley, uh, in my personal opinion. And, you know, I get to spend a lot of time on Facebook's campus and what impresses me most is like the team he built. Mm-hmm. And, um, definitely I, I watch his every move and what that company is doing closely. Yep. Yep. Okay. Number three, is there a favorite online tool you have like Evernote? You know, I'm kind of bored with, I mean, I use Clara Labs, which isn't really kind of a tool, right? Anything that's like bot or AI related has kind of really impacted my life. And that's the space that we work in. So I use Clara Labs quite a bit uh, for business and helping me manage my calendar. And then just on like a personal level, I use digit a lot, which is great to kind of have from a banking perspective. And of course, any good email client I go through like every two weeks. I'm currently on (laughs) inbox right now, but we'll see how long that lasts. All right. Very good. All right. Number four, what's your, uh, remind me your situation, Michael, you're married, single. Do you have kids? I am a married man with two dogs. Okay. And how old are you? 
I am 29 years of age. Okay, so here's a big question. Number four, you're building an empire, you're married, you got dogs to manage. I mean, are you getting eight <laughs> hours of sleep every night or not? Absolutely. I would... I would pay money for eight hours of sleep. Uh, the stress alone keeps me up most nights. I would say that I pretty consistently get maybe three to six hours okay. of sleep a night. There you go. Fair enough. And last question. Take us back nine years, my man. What do you wish the 20-year-old Michael Perry knew? I think like when, when I think... Tw- I mean, what I really wish I knew is that like nothing fucking matters. <laughs> right? Like there... Excuse my language. I'm sorry about that. No, it's explicit. But, You're good. It's like, there are no rules. There are no ceilings. There are no blueprints. Like, I think when I was 20, I was so scared about trying to figure out how to play the game versus now I'm like, I'm going to try to make everyone play my game. And, uh, I just didn't have that confidence or just mindfulness to know that there is really no blueprint to life. Top tribe. There you have it. Don't play other people's game. Make the world play yours. Right for Michael. Again, he's building an empire in a small business space. Over 2,000 paying customers, a million bucks raised with the goal of really cranking up revenue in 2016 to 150 or maybe 200K of MRR. Michael, thank you for taking us to the top. It was a pleasure. Thank you for having me, my friend. Best of luck to you. You bet. (laughs) 